0: it's katie and this is classically black podcast
1: where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession
0: with trappies playing in the back Mm. okay i feel like the longer and like the longer i go along like the last word is gonna keep eventually it's gonna be sounds Mm. oh my gosh Well, you know, it's Sunday
1: night and people got work to do in the morning, so we we said before we turn these mics on it was gonna be a short episode, so we'll see if we stay true to our word.
0: Meanwhile, everybody done roll day. Which I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really try this time. Two hours. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to try to. I want to see what it feels like. Well, back in the day, I feel like our show this episode was like the the debut. The debut one. Yeah, it was like fifty four minutes 55. or something. Yeah, it was like I was like. I remember those days.
1: I'm feeling kind of light. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, fifty-four minutes to go. All right, what we doing, what we doing.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, oh, oh. I don't know. <laughs> people already told us that we talk fast, so I
0: already know I talk dumb fast. And like, believe it or not, I used to talk way faster than this, but it was like a part of my teaching that I had to work on. Like my teacher was like, You must slow down. Like the kids, it's like <laughs> it's like a it's like a whirlwind. Man, mainly in front of an orchestra not like not in like a private lesson not like mm-hmm. okay susie, let's go to... <laughs> okay susie... <laughs> could you imagine okay susie uh... <laughs> god dang you deaf I was <laughs> you. Can, you imagine, wow. can you imagine you talk to kids like that <laughs> no I'd, I'd be asking if i speak in english but that's as far as I'm, i mean that's as far as i'm gonna go Right. I remember Cause I asked I forgot Oh yeah because last week Was concert week At the place we work at And I gave directions And one of the little girls Just stared at me I'm, So I looked at her I'm like Am I speaking in English Alright And she, she nodded I'm like oh, okay I'm just checking Wow You should have said it In another language <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Oh Yeah in Short accordance. episode
0: Open to the tangent
1: <laughs> I mean We gonna We gonna see um, so I'm going to just two, sorry, three quick pieces of news this week. Got to say real fast. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> About a week or two ago, uh, American Airlines dropped their excess baggage charge for musical instruments. Um, you used to have to pay $150 for a tuba or a bass and now it's free, which is crazy. Free? Free? The only time my stuff is free is, um, <laughs> you know what? Let me not say that. Um, is if someone come, someone comes with me um, to the thing that works there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, i know. Um, but, but I, you know, usually, I mean, on on United, I went on United. It was four hundred dollars each way. United
0: is ridiculous. Like honestly, I, through and through, I'm not going. to, You know, I ain't going trash United because you know those those are homies. I roll with them deep and right. heavy.
1: Mm-hmm. But JetBlue, JetBlue don't charge me, and if they do charge you, they only charge you one hundred dollars.
0: Imagine like getting to United, they look you, like if if I don't know, I couldn't first play of, them big instruments because if you looked at me, if I get to the airport and you were like, oh yeah, it's gonna be four hundred dollars on top of the stuff that's you already domestic paid."
1: Domestic too. That's domestic too.
0: I look. I'm like four hundred Jamaican dollars. That <laughs> first of all, four hundred pesos or right JMD. Oh, so forty dollars. <laughs> Because the issue that I have
1: with that is, um, first of all, it's not even on their website. Because I went to the airport, and they're talking about $400. I was like, so that's round trip. Or and she's like, no, that's that's each way. And I'm like, I scoured your website. I called a representative. I did all of this stuff to, so I knew exactly what was going to happen when I got here. What if I
0: didn't have $800 on me? Because, like, first of all, who really? I mean, if you do, like, hit me up. My Cash App is. <laughs> but, like... And the oh. fact that I I got to the airport Three and a half hours early And still almost missed my flight Because I was dealing with that And what you pay $400 for what For somebody who, who thinks it's a human body To throw it on the plane
1: Exactly because on the, ar- on the thing that I read It was like no guarantee of course That it will arrive in one piece With a picture of somebody's snapped neck That's why I hate I don't like traveling with my stuff But moving right along LOL <laughs> Our quick episode um next piece of news new york mayor bill de blasio's office of media and entertainment is investing five hundred thousand dollars in grants to local female musicians in an effort to support music made by and for women in a male-dominated industry so that was awesome um the finances are part of the office the office's nyc women's film tv and theater fund um, and they've ne- they've since incorporated music into that. And it's currently on its second run. Um, and the program has already awarded $1.5 million uh, to 63 film, TV, theater, and digital media projects uh, okay. made by women identifying as creatives. So um, now we're going to see.
0: Alright. What would we- that even be about? <laughs> Classically Black Podcast the movie. Right. Tofu and hot fries. <laughs> 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 food with hot fry dust. Can you imagine <laughs> going to a vegan restaurant? We have a fermented soybean etouffee with dusted <laughs> <laughs> dust with cayenne inspired. You know, they'd be doing the most. It doesn't even taste like All nothing.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so if you're a woman, a uh, a musician in New York City. Get your coins.
0: Right, go take what your is. We're moving. Absolutely not. New York City is <laughs> overwhelming. I know. I could never live there. I, I might could, but I like to drive. Like, people know me. I like to drive. I like to be in charge of my transportation. Now I gotta go underneath the earth with people with too many people <laughs> underneath the earth <laughs> and cat-sized rodents. Like that sounds right. like a lot to me. Right now you sharing you sharing your seat with ratatouille
1: exactly
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Remy. Right, he over he uh he next to you reading his newspaper in the morning like <laughs> I uh, and it's overcrowded and like uh, it probably it smells like pee all the time all the time
1: like strong like stronger than you could ever imagine.
0: I can't remember the last time when was the last time I was in. On the subway NYC. Oh,
1: I was about to say, the last time you were in NYC was very recently. That didn't even really count, though. We really, really is ac- you across. Post-
0: okay. Okay. You y'all see this? You
1: y'all see? You know what? Well, we, nope. Quick episode. We're not going to argue. No, no, no. Because you're not, <laughs> not going to have me. You're not going to do quick, this.
0: Plus, you, posted a pic. you posted a pic. I did. It in counts. Harlem, which is across the water. Okay. From where I was staying. That don't count. I okay. wasn't deep in there. I wasn't frolicking. Okay. Oh, Alicia Keys. You literally were. I literally took a car all right got so out next piece car, of news this week comes went to the restaurant Grambling
1: state university
0: then got to <laughs> the restaurant so you were there went, right but i ain't was in there Grandma I'm,
1: I'm going to just let the listeners judge that because I'm not I'm not going to dignify that with an argument. I mean you said I was there but I was in there what does that mean
0: that doesn't mean anything that's like driving through a city that's what I did no it's not driving through a city you were sat down and had a meal and then <laughs> I, I got up and left okay right. what's going on at grandma state HBCU what they doing first of all
1: um, they haven't. they had their first woman band director appointed at gremlin state university yes wait right. for the marcha
0: band or like for the, like the symphonic band Is it she's director of bands oh so she so she got all the bands oh uh, oh she was like i'm just gonna take all of this Ah, <laughs> okay, <I can't> bet <laughs> that's they're like kinda... so which one are we gonna give she's like
1: mm, no mm-hmm. not which one this, yeah the, all how about of them. all i'll take all of them
0: go ahead um, mama <laughs>
1: Right, Dr. Nicole Roebuck uh, will on. lead the university's Doctors. new chair of the Department of Music as a Dr. Nicole,
0: I bet your be the name Marie. All right. <laughs>
1: first of all, <laughs> um she's the first dir- uh female director of bands in their 93 year history of oh the yes. University of Bands. Um she taught at the university for 12 years while serving as a as assistant band director and she will officially oh well this was written before June first, but she officially assumed her new position on June first, twenty nineteen. So congrats to her! And we got through the news this week. How we doing on time? We had oh. ten minutes,
0: not even nine thirty.
1: Right. We're doing. Hurry up! Intervention, Hurry
0: up! No, I'm just <laughs> LOL. Let me let me go put it up. You know. I gotta, all right. Yeah, I gotta balance it out. You yeah, know. Okay. So. People know I watch a lot of YouTube. So stuff is becoming up in my mentions. And one of the things that's going around right now, the channel, I think it's called Jubilee. They do like a bunch of like, do this certain people think the same, right? Yeah, I've watched a couple of those. I have. Some of them are almost like, some of them are, whew, Chile. Okay, so if you're not familiar with what we're talking about, though, okay, so the the most recent one I I watched for whatever reason, YouTube is just weird. Um... Was do all paparazzi think the same?
1: Yeah, I saw that one. I was like, "What does <laughs> that have to do with it?" Literally anything, but okay. yeah. And
0: then, and then, like, I get nosy. So like, now I'm down this rabbit hole for an hour researching paparazzi and how it works. Like, it was just dumb. That's why I hate the internet. <laughs> and now, yo, now your Amazon cart full of three Nikon's, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, you know, I like, cook, go take a picture. And I'm like, what kind of paparazzi? But like, who really cares? Now about you're titer, looking at dude? film school, <laughs> right? Like, right now, I'm on NYC website. Like, my I might could live with Ratatouille down there, um. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So they so what what happens is they put them all in a room with with um lines on the ground, and it's like there's neutral, but you can't be neutral. That's not an option. So then it's um somewhat disagree, disagree, strongly disagree, and then the same thing for agree. So somewhat agree. Agree, strongly agree. So I wanted to ask you, and I think what I'm gonna do is after this episode drops, I'm gonna post the same things on our Insta story. I try to figure out how to do it, but you can do like lists now, right? I believe so. Yeah, I'm gonna figure but out how I'm to do up it. Up the times. Yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm gonna uh ask you some questions, and then there's only a couple of them, like there's seven, something like that. Um, I, I have I have way more But like this can, this, this can be in parts It doesn't have to be like all today um, So you're gonna say if you agree Strongly disagree whatever whatever You just can't be neutral Okay mm-hmm. Alright so the first one is Seeing people who look like me on stage Makes me think that being A, cl- a professional classical musician Is possible Agree Um, I don't,
1: I don't know. I would say agree just because like, that's not exactly where my mind goes. It makes it, it's heartwarming for sure. Like if that was it, it, um, that would be like a strongly agree but like normally when I see people that look like me on stage I'm like dang we really out here we doing this thing like you know it, yeah. ma- it just makes me feel happy and it makes me f- you know uplifted yeah. and you know I'm a baby so I might start tearing up literally remember when you and you and Caitlin I was filming y'all doing the psychography I was literally tearing up I, even though not y'all believe me <laughs> I believe you I, don't worry I believe you but so stuff like that you know it's heartwarming but I, I wouldn't say that's necessarily where my mind goes but I think more subconsciously yeah Because sometimes I think about the opposite. I think about not seeing people that look like me. And I'm like, dang, do I really belong here? Like, my people not even out here doing this, like that. But.
0: Yeah, I think for me. Okay, I'm torn because when I first, like, wrote the question, I was like, uh, somewhat disagree. Because I'm so used. I think I'm, I'm new to the black classical music world. Because so much of my experience has been like by myself or one of, one of two, one of three. And the, these three people don't talk, but now it's like, I went to Eastman and we had a black community there. It okay, passed I know it's so weird. I've been making myself say that. Like, yo, know, I went to Eastman, but I went to Eastman and there's a black community there. Um. I did Gateways. I did the other festival that I will not say. Wow. Um, I mean, DM me if you want the tea. I, I probably still wouldn't. <gasps> remind me to oh mm-hmm. to tell you. No, 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 no. It's, it's kind of good what's been going
1: on. Okay, let me With put that, that in my that. notes because, you know, I forget literally every single time you tell me to remind you after
0: an episode, I never remember. <laughs> you're going to be editing and you're going to be like, what you saying? And I'm going to be like, i don't know <laughs> okay all right um so i said somewhat disagree but then i look at people like beverly kane baker who's principal violist of the virginia symphony and like beverly is she's so normal to me like there's like this like the the type of musician that like went to curtis and juilliard and whatever whatever like she went to prestigious places but like She's just, when you talk to her, she's normal. Like, I went up to her. I'm like, I would love to play for you. She's like, yeah, baby, here's my number. Like, and I'm like, okay, there are normal black people doing these things. You ain't got to be no, like, extra crazy Juilliard for all your degrees. And you in the mat at 14. Like, and, like, it's great for people. (laughs) It's great for people. (laughs) It's great for people who, like, do that. You know what I'm saying? But, like. When I see certain people, I'll be like, okay, like yeah, I could do this, but also at the same time, I don't know. I've never been one to be like, oh, there's black people doing this, so I can do it too. Okay, next one. It's discouraging not to see people who look like me when I walk into a rehearsal. I say
1: somewhat disagree. Only because I can't be neutral, I really don't think about it anymore. It's pretty normal <laughs> at this point. Although I do, I do. That's probably one of the first things I would check for when I walk into a, a rehearsal with an ensemble that I've never been with before. But yeah, I wouldn't say I'm discouraged. Like, oh, dang, it's kind of just like,
0: oh, another one bites the dust. Oh, wow. Same old, same old. Yeah, for me, same old, same. Old. I would say disagree. Yeah. Um. Maybe even strongly disagree. I'm not. Yeah, I would say strongly disagree. Actually, it doesn't discourage me. I'm like, oh, it's another day playing the viola. Yeah. With the whites. Um. Okay. It's important to me to play works by black composers.
1: Oh, strongly agree.
0: Because who else is it important to? Well,
1: obviously mm-hmm. not y'all. Programming major symphony, uh, major symphony orchestras program so. It's important to me, and that will be on my degree recital. God willing, that we get there, and any other thing that our program.
0: Yeah, I, I will say this has changed for me. Now it's strongly, strongly, okay. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no. cancel the podcast. What's the point? Right now, Whoa, it's strongly, strongly agree, and that was reflected in my degree recital. I also have another thing coming up doing that same work again for something else. Oh, this is news to me. It's not. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. It I told you about is. it. I just didn't tell you like what it was, but I didn't announce it yet because you know things cost money. So I'm not gonna be looking stupid. And I gotta go delete the status. You know, mm-hmm. we don't announce things prematurely. But um, yeah, I just um, I love that one of the pieces of my program was the piece by hell story. it was also one of the longest ones on my program and like really thoroughly enjoyed so it's like really important for me to play this? um tape will be released on thursday unfortunately because that really? thing i did yeah the thing i did they were like we need a piece of you playing i'm like well girl, oh, I oh, girl i need a million dollars widely oh my god i need a million dollars <laughs> but um <laughs> just so you yeah. know i'll be sharing it widely anyway, so but that's coming up soon if y'all want to if you if you must hear people who've been you asking me to drop the tape you will hear a snippet okay so when we lose subscribers you're welcome delaney all right okay um i believe it's important to keep the screen up through all rounds of an audition Hey.
1: I I don't know, dang! I feel like I'm between. I feel like
0: it's hard, you know, right? It, yeah, it's I want to say it, <clears throat> agree,
1: but then I think about that guy that you told me about who he kept making it to the final round of the Met, and for some reason, exactly. never made it past the one round that there was not a screen. But at the same time, I was talking to my other to my previous teacher who thinking back on it i won't say that he said several things he said one thing to me that that kind of showed me where he was at in terms of like understanding the importance of representation and that sort of thing one thing that he said years ago that i'm like okay well that i see i see you but something that he said to me recently was that an important part of of seeing the person is um seeing how long they're going to be able to sustain playing you know you're this is a position that you're probably going to be in for decades yeah and if you're if someone has terrible they sound good but their technique is something that you believe that they might become injured soon you know th- those are things that you can only see yeah but at the same time it's like that's literally the only thing i can think of So, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Strongly Agree. Because at this point, like, how you get into the final round of an audition and all that and your technique trash to the point where you can't never play again, you know? I feel like that's not going to really happen. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with Strongly Agree.
0: I will say, like, the Met example, the Met. Okay, from the, because I ain't in the Met. But. Yet. Yet. Because that's something I'm working on. Because, like, the Met anyway that's not what this is about <laughs> um the last i heard about the met is that it's screen it's one of the few orchestras that screened all the way through that's mm-hmm. that's the last i heard whether somebody lied to me or whatever the last i heard is that it's screened all the way through but when that story that i told you that was when they weren't doing that okay because <clears throat> you know it was, it was one of mr taylor's colleagues you know mr taylor been here for a minute right um, <laughs> Mr. Taylor also, but it's like Mr. Taylor also played in the Met, but he wasn't, I don't think, I think he was a sub in the Met when he was at Manhattan? Yeah, when he was in Manhattan. Um, for, uh, I don't know. Um, because for me, like, I took an audition this year and there was no screen and I was like, bet I'm about to perform. And I feel like when there's no screen, it's like, I can I could show you like why I could be an asset. Like I could show you like my musicality stuff that like yes you want to hear, but also like if you're an orchestra that moves like you can know like, I could fit into that. You know if you're an orchestra that does all the stuff I can fit in. You know, um, that's the only reason why I could see see not. But I I think I'm gonna I I as a black person I strongly agree.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: think it should be screened all the way through
1: yeah because i feel like the orchestra that moves is probably going to be one that's going to take the screen down honestly um
0: yeah yeah. but i I strongly agree i think uh it's important to keep the screen in all rounds okay i think that classical music okay katie i think the classical music world will be more diverse if there was equal access to classical music like i should clarify equal access to learning classical music learning to play classical music
1: agree i agree just because um out of i think it would be somewhat more diverse like i don't think it, it, nothing gonna change you know because mm. so, so take a program like yola for example Yola was in existence for I think maybe I think nine or ten years before any of us went to music school, so it took time. But eventually, like you think about the hundreds of kids that got access to music, for, from that, and maybe like ten of them went into music. But it still
0: happened,
1: you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and that and that access was the was the entry point. None of us would have been playing the instruments without that. That's so true. That's I think. Why, that's why I say agree. I don't. I yeah. I say agree.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna. I I think I would say somewhat agree because I I mean, um. I don't know. I'm between somewhat agree and somewhat disagree. Just because I think about stuff outside the outside the classical music world that there is seemingly equal access to that's not diverse like. What? being an engineer being I don't think so though. I mean,
1: I don't only think th- there's equal access to that though.
0: Not equal access because what are we really talking about equal access? You know what I'm saying? But I mean yeah. like oh okay, take, take like take like my high school, right? So I had a a pretty decent high school. The the graduation rates like 95%, like kids can read in my school, average is like a 24, you know, whatever. There are kids who are doing better than... We are on the top performing end of the high school... Of the state. Not the best in the state by any means. Mm-hmm. um, Because there are places with average SATs way higher. SAT scores way higher. Just more money. But the kids in my school, the graduating class of... The graduating class might had like 650 people. That's... I think about those kids as having equal access. You got a good, you ha- you got a good education, whatever. Not all of, and all of them, not all of them go, with, wait, hang on. Not all of them go to be engineers, doctors. Like, you know, I think about any other field outside of classical music, and it's like, there's access to that, and it's not diverse. Like, those kids have access to be, like, the kids who I graduated with, they have access to be engineers. They have access to be doctors. They have access to be lawyers. Like out of all the kids that I graduated with, in my in my class, I'm pretty sure that my friend shane is one of is one of the, if is one of like two or three, that actually became a lawyer. So so this is what I think of when when I hear that
1: because. The school district that was, you know, the school district that I belong to, the England Unified School District. Oh, my Lord Jesus. It's like when you send your, when you send your grades, you send your transcripts to a, um, to a college. You know that, di- you know, different grades, grades from the school that you went to mean different things. Right. So, like, my little brother goes to one of the best private schools in this country an a in a in his math class is completely different from an a in inglewood high's math class yep so i feel like and, and i was just i was just working with a guy who he was like i'm not gonna say the school that he went to but he was like he had said something that was kind of like you good you know and he was like oh it's that such and such high school education like that the the level of education the level the level of education that kids are getting um in black communities which first of all that could go like way back to redlining and the segregation of communities um in the underfunding of schools in communities of color like i just feel like their schools are underfunded teachers are underpaid their education that they get is much worse therefore when you send your um your your transcripts to a college and they see that you went to such and such school and you got such and such grades like I just that that's where my mind goes when I when I see all of that, you know, mm-hmm. so I just feel like a lot of black and brown kids are not even well equipped to go to college to I, go I, on those things.
0: I completely agree with that because one of my friends that I had, I think I, I might have even spoken about her on the show. I can't remember that. I went to ISU with when I when I first went to ISU, I was pre-dental oh, yeah. and she was like the valedictorian of her class. And we are both on the south side of Chicago. And I'm like middle of the road because I I didn't really care about nothing. I was gonna be a musician type grades. I'm just here to get my A and sit down. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at her struggle with this stuff. I'm like, girl, if you don't balance out them hydrogen atoms and call it a day, like what are All you right. <laughs> like, girl, what are you struggling about? You know? And it's like this she mm-hmm. G- she got what is that big the gates? Oh, she got me. that, yeah. Like whatever, she struggled. I think she ended up graduating within six years. Like it was a lot, but so yeah, she doesn't have the equity, isn't there? But yeah. I think like the act, like she wanted, she wanted to be a pharmacist. Right now, I don't, I don't think it worked out for her, unfortunately. But I think she's probably taking a break because I can see where undergrad probably just like slaughtered her. You know, she needs mm-hmm. time to recuperate. And we just graduated. There's, there's no rush. In this, in life, you know, like we, we just graduated four years ago, but so equity isn't there, but access is, you know, so I feel
1: like, I I mean, I feel like the, the the other barrier in access is money and, and that goes for literally any field when you need a college degree. So I don't know. I just feel like, especially when you talk about access, like back to like the school that you went to when you talk about the resources that someone needs to even apply to college, to go to college, like those resources are put into certain schools way more than they are others. Yeah, for sure. Some of these kids are doing this literally all on their own. So that's what, that's, I don't know. That's the type of stuff that I think of when I hear back. It's like, there's so, there's so many, like, there's big roadblocks and there's just like the tiny ones, you know, because people don't know what they don't know. So these kids that are going right. into it, their first generation, their parents never went to college. Um, they have no idea that oh, you got to turn in your fast food by this day. You got to, you know, yeah, they don't know none of that. Like I feel like it's like it's not that it's inaccessible, but it's like there's more hurdles. You yeah, know?
0: it's not like it's impossible, right? You know, but I don't know. I think like I think like what, like I normally do. I'm uh, overthinking and I my own question because when I think of equal access like maybe maybe you have to be a level playing field And when i first wrote the question i said level playing field and then i was like well of course like that of course that would be like yeah of course it'd be more diversity if it was level playing field but that in no place in life is there a level playing field
1: mm-hmm. but
0: there but there's access to certain things like if you this like the way i'm thinking about it is is like when you have access to classical music, you someone has to bring you there. But mm-hmm. if it was like, if it was like, all right, there's, there's a, oh, there's only one Walmart in the country. Like let's say if it was only one Walmart, and they built it in Rochester, everybody has access to that Walmart. Everybody in the country has access to that Walmart yeah we have it's it's easier for us to get there because it's in rochester people in buffalo they have to work a little bit harder but they can get there people in Mm -hmm. la they have people who don't even know where rochester is people who don't even know that like if they can get to this walmart things will be so much cheaper like that's kind of what i'm thinking about access like if everyone has like access to classical music would it be that more diverse I don't know. Well, in no. that
1: case, then everybody would have access because there's major symphonies all over the country. You know what I mean? That's like saying that's like saying like if you work hard enough, then because like say somebody in LA wants to go to the Walmart in Rochester, but they don't have a car. Okay, they're gonna take the next month to walk to the Walmart. Somebody could do the same thing to get access to playing an instrument.
0: But how 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 everyone doesn't have access to playing an instrument at in the same way that everybody has access to like. I don't know. I can't even think of an a, a example. I feel, I don't know, maybe because I'm in it. I feel like mm-hmm. there's no way everybody has access to playing an instrument. You got to know somebody. Well, I think, somebody, the, same, I think who, the
1: same thing about the Walmart, though. You
0: know what I mean? Like,
1: the way I think about it is, like, when people tell me, like, oh, I didn't even know you could major in music. Like... I think that's somebody that, that doesn't have access. But that same thing happens with other careers. Like, oh, I didn't know that I was somebody who could do event planning. I didn't know that you even hired somebody to do that, you know? Yeah, that's like, true. And at these root schools, they get career day. They get so-and-so to come in and tell them about how they right. built this, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't I just feel like it's just. But I get what you're saying. I get yeah, what you're saying and I about what you're the saying way that you too. think about access. I never thought about it like that.
0: Oof. Y'all let us know. We moving on. (laughs) Let us know what you think. Okay. Short episode here. Right. (laughs) I only got a couple more. Okay. One of my favorite. Okay. Let's do this. Some of my favorite composers are black composers.
1: I don't want to say strongly disagree. (laughs) Because that's not even really my opinion. That's just a fact. Like they're not like I don't have. They're not. (laughs) So I guess to disagree.
0: And I'm oh, <laughs> Alright.
1: I know that you stand, Hell Stork. I just don't I just it's just not in my repertoire. Yeah, so no. I would
0: say I would say some would agree. Mm-hmm. Because my obsession with Hellstork Stork, I'm gonna try to meet him this summer. Um, but my obsession with Hell Stork, my obsession with Florence Price. Like those are gonna be playing it. The kids gonna be playing foreign sprites this, this summer at that festival. Right, it's a it's a summer full of uh of foreign sprites. I'm playing one of her quartets on Saturday. Wait oh. who? Yeah, uh let me let me fly out. <laughs> oh girl, I gotta look at this music. So <laughs> Um I'm playing and in Gateways they're doing I think her first symphony. One of her symphonies, yeah. Or oh, no, it's the third one. I think it's the third mm-hmm. one. Uh so my admiration for Hale Stork and T.T. Flow, Okay. Like, I would say some would agree, but also, they're right up there. You know, they competing with Tchaikovsky, one of my favorite composers. Mm-hmm. Brahms stuff. I don't know about Brahms. He's been getting on my nerves lately, to be for completely real? honest. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, I think he got too much clout from the violas. I feel like the <laughs> violas have gassed him up too much because it's like, I this week I play... I mean, it's hilarious because it actually... It's my piece of the week. <laughs> so, it's like... Talking on both sides of my neck. But... It's like... Some of the stuff he writes for viola is so awkward. You know what I'm saying? And there's... what I, he write for viola. What? Exactly. Cause he cause didn't really sonatas write, wasn't for y'all. Exactly. Like, the sonatas were not for us. He wrote the two... And that's how I could tell, like Brahms, don't really write for the viola, and it kind of shows because Mm -hmm. he some of the stuff I played that thing with Vina this week, the two songs for voice and alto. Why we we didn't post that on our Instagram? You you hear me, voice and alto (laughs) for (laughs) viola, alto and piano. It's it's my piece of the week because it's it's beautiful, but it's it's also like some of the stuff is just awkward, like, and it's not even like oh it's hard like. That's not what I'm complaining. I got a master's degree. I'm that's not what I'm complaining about. I'm complaining Ooh, about. No, you I'm got co- to. Well, I mean, if we want to make it plain, <laughs> but that's not because people be like, You just mad because it's hard. No, I'm mad because it's dumb, it's awkward. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, and it's like, you know, they'll be like, Oh, Brahms ain't nobody for the, 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 the no. There's like, he didn't write anything for us. He the he wrote the two clarinet things because he was inspired by a clarinetist, and then um his publisher was like you know what Brahms? bet bet if you wrote this for uh for viola you could sell some more money he was like oh yeah like, sell some more money whatever make some more money <laughs> it's late and i'm tired uh i'm glad you caught that though you can make some more money he's like oh yeah that sounds like a great idea and that's what he did you know what i'm saying like he has some stuff like his orchestral parts for viola are really good but like his stuff is just awkward. I'm playing some of his stuff with Vina. I'm like, I gotta go. Like, his phrasing. I'm like, have you? You ain't put a bow in it before? It was just, it's just a lot. Even though that might not have been him, and I think about that as a publisher. But, <laughs> chow. Uh, sorry, this is not classical <laughs> Jamaica podcast. Uh, shoot. That that's probably what the equivalent to that would be. Um. Okay. Last one. I feel supported by the classical music community. was the classical music community? Whatever that means to you. Like uh, To me, I that was, would be teachers, uh, colleagues. I would say...
1: Somewhat agree. Because I feel supported by the people that I know and the people that know me personally. However, I don't know. I've seen some stuff for, for you know, just people outside of that that is like well maybe we're not because you know there's so many first of all people school has showed me that a lot of musicians don't care about anything but music um they don't care about you know they 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 despise stuff like these fellowship programs that we got they don't like stuff like sphinx because they think it's unfair to them like that kind of stuff shows me that they don't support so obviously i, I feel supported by the people that i know But overall, I mean, just like literally anywhere else, there's a bunch of people who are in the closet about it, about how much they don't support you, um, as a black musician, because they don't care about nobody but themselves. And, um, I mean, it's also an industry that has a lot of old white people, you know, in, in support of it. So, I mean, that don't really surprise me, but you see you see a lot of uh people in the background talk about well, why they got that what why they gotta uh, have a, a thing just for black musicians why they gotta have a thing just
0: for latino it's, musicians I just it's almost like you can't think about that kind of stuff too much because you will literally raise your own blood pressure and I mean, now I you in, now you in the <laughs> ER looking crazy right. because I just feel like it's like chosen ignorance to ask these kinds of questions like why do you not? I don't understand how you could, especially like in a society where race is so prioritized, right? It's not like we live in like a homogeneous society, right? It's like race is like mm-hmm. SAT word, homogeneous.
1: <laughs> you know what was funny? This dude, when I was working, he said nonchalant. And then in the middle of his sentence, this other five he was like, That's the longest word I ever heard you say. I was like, Wow. That was rude. Ooh,
0: wow, <laughs> it was hilarious. But anyway, <laughs> y'all early out here. Yeah, it was like that's the, the longest biggest word. word. Yeah, he said the
1: biggest. He was like, "That's the biggest word I've ever heard you say."
0: <laughs> imagine nonchalant being the biggest word you ever I was, used. That's why I was like, I was like, that's not even a long word. <laughs> not even close. But like, I just feel like it's. I feel like it's learned ignorance. Like, I, I I'm, imagine like. How how gleeful you gotta be to walk into a concert hall and you got a whole stage of people that look like you on stage that like you don't even think to be like I wonder what the black people are at,
1: yeah,
0: you know yeah, what I mean? Like
1: think about it.
0: What do you like? How can you be like? I don't get why y'all have these programs. Are you kidding?
1: Because they think they think we just don't play well enough. That's what they think.
0: That's, like, that's I feel like that they're just like no, we
1: worked hard. I'm like, yes, you worked hard, but you were ignoring all the things that were put into place that allowed you to work hard. In order for you to spend that 6 hours in the practice room that you did, you had to have an instrument to play on. That's what it, these people are not understanding. You had to have a teacher that pushed you and a parent that that knew the value of music enough to pay for you to have those lessons like that's And to what pay you're for you to start
0: getting. at 5. <laughs> like
1: like <laughs> some of us started not getting.
0: Some of us started when we were ten. You know, I was watching this video Oh, my God, Delaney. I tell you, like, when I felt my blood started to boil, like, and and then it's like, you feel helpless because it's like, what it's a YouTube comment. What am I going to do, right? Right. So, it's like, I had to calm myself down. Like It's not even worth it, right? So, I forgot what video I was watching. Something about Africa, you know. I've been researching countries to get the hell up out of here. Like, (laughs) I've been like, (laughs) like, I low-key... I was like, you know, I really could go move back a yard, you know, like, go move to Jamaica. Yeah, all
1: right. But you said, <laughs> Ripper,
0: you said you would never do that. So listen. I would never do that. But, like, you know, my mind been drifting. I'm like, you know, I really could go move back a yard, you know. Um, first of all, I'm American, so that's not my yard. But anyway, <laughs> so I was watching something on Africa. And this white guy commenting. You know, oh, my gosh. You know, we can go ahead and stop. Let's move to <laughs> topic. We're taking a break. And he was like, Oh my gosh.
1: We said we're going to have a short episode. Are you going to lengthen it with this? Think
0: about it. He was like, oh God. I know you're going to get mad. You might have to cut this out. He was like, Africa is so dumb. You guys exploit your resources and don't know how to use them. And that's why everybody is impoverished. When I tell you, I regret it. Just the look at your face. That's First of you, all,
1: you know, what, let's just it's not even what, let's, what is it's not even worth explaining to somebody. It's like honestly
0: that. like you are so stupid and it's like not even like it's not the same degree to like, why do y'all have these training programs Why are we playing Coleridge Taylor? It's not the same degree, but it's like in the same direction, you know, it's like simple Googleable things, simple common sense things, super decent human things. And when when I tell you, my mouth hit the floor when I read that, and then I, you go underneath. It's like twenty seven comments, twenty seven replies, because I it's bet. like the fact that you have to like break down so something so simple. It's this like, is tenth grade world history. I just that's honest. all it is, and you you can't. And it, there's so many people that think that there's there are black people that think that there are black like, people wow. who think that there are black people who be like. Why is Haiti so poor? Because honestly, yeah. Haiti is devastating. Mm-hmm. It's like if you look at an aerial view of Haiti, ridiculous. It's like the Dominican Republic is flourishing and and green and lush, and like Haiti, its neighbor is literal sand. How can how can a country like that survive? They, first of all, they they just paid off France, like in like the nineteen forties. Mm-hmm. They declare independence like the sixteen hundreds. It's like, y'all ruin these countries and call them shithole countries. Right.
1: Because someone who will will remain nameless was like, well, look at Africa. They just, you know, maybe they are. um, Okay, let me not put words in this person's mouth. I just remember them saying that, like, oh, well, look at them. They must not know how to, you know, do anything because they all got, like, you know, like the way that they are now. They must not have known how to take care of themselves, how to defend themselves, how to whatever. I'm like, it is literally in nobody else's, or it seems that it's not in anyone else's nature besides in white people's to see people that don't look like them and just immediately go on the defense. And you're trying to fight them. You're trying to take things from them and you're trying to kill them and you're trying to conquer them. No one else in the history of anything has been
0: doing that besides white people. And then also like white people had the technology, to To do these things, you know, to to take over, I just can't imagine. Like,
1: cause I knew what happened to white people, and then I mean, when I I knew what happened to 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 people in Africa, and then when I took world history, I was like, oh, this happened to everyone. Everyone, yeah. like <laughs> when I was in, in in freaking in school, and I learned world history, and we just went country and country Oh, conquer by europe okay next country okay conquer by europe as well okay next country okay conquer i'm like because it is no it's not because a certain type of people are, are superior it's because a certain type of people roll up to your country and you're like hey what's up and they're like actually we're gonna kill all of you guys and rape all your women and take all your stuff so <laughs> I'm,
0: sorry, that's not funny.
1: I'm, like- I'm just saying nobody who, who else was doing that no one else was doing that like i don't think it's
0: because because for what? i feel like it's, Exactly. People of color are in the business of minding their business. They we mind ours. I just think it's it's complete. I just
1: think it's normal to see someone that doesn't look like you and just be like, oh hey, what's up, what's up with you? What are you about? Besides, you know, seeing someone that doesn't look like you and you're immediately opening fire because you're scared. That doesn't make sense. But you know, history, historically black podcast here to burst your bubble. Everything sucks. So, yeah, every
0: literally <laughs> everything sucks. But you know what? We're almost there because the planet is bound to explode. So, oh my gosh We haven't ended that This episode <laughs> Someone posted on our Insta story Someone I follow It was It was Bill Nye The science guy He's like I don't care Like y'all are growing up now He's like The planet is going to Catch on fire If you don't stop And you guys won't stop <laughs> They won't It's like something like By the end of the century It's oh gonna The 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 temperature is gonna increase By like three degrees Or something And I was like That's it like like God, just, just you see what we are going through, just end it now.
1: Where do how do we get here? Uh, let's move on. What was the question? <laughs> um, it was something, that you started talking about that guy's comment about Africa.
0: I feel supported by it. Oh, because, oh yeah, and I never even said what I said. <laughs> I never even said. Um, I feel I, I would say strongly agree to my community because my community. Are the blacks <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's my community? That's that's classically black Podcast. That's um Kerman and them. <laughs> Shout out to Kerman and them. That's uh oh, the shady hoes. That's the gateways festival. That's George Taylor. Like, that's yeah. that community. I would say to the classical music community at large, like everybody who doing classical music, I would say. I would say somewhat agree. Maybe yeah. even maybe even agree just because. Mm, I would say somewhat agree because, you know. Because people like to ignore colors, like try to to be like whatever. A lot of times, I get looked at. I get treated as a veal. I feel like in my experience, I've been treated as a veal as first. I know it's not always gonna be like that, and I know that. It probably hasn't always. Been been like that maybe this is the way i'm perceiving it but a lot of times i get treated as a violist so or i get i get treated as an educator so it's like the community supports that i play well and that i teach well you know so i i guess but i feel like the majority of the majority of my support that i feel like yeah this community supports me my class community supports me um is my people I agree. I just, just so you them. know we got we got um what
1: was it 12 minutes left in this episode because you know I'm capping it at 50 minutes no matter where we are so can you
0: imagine
1: <laughs> <laughs> mid sentence i to just stop recording
0: <laughs> right <laughs> thanks for listening to Classical Black Podcast
1: <laughs> alright let's move on Ooh, Finally. okay so as many of you know the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra is um in trouble just on the heels of the strike that came out of the Chicago Symphony Orchestra so the reason why I haven't really talked about this on the news portion is because I saw a, a, an opportunity for a conversation that was larger than just the situation that's going on so okay, I figured visionary. we're not doing this I okay, um, only have 11 minutes left so it's only 11 minutes left in the episode so um.
0: Hey, podcast! um oh my gosh I thought, we were on the same t- I thought we
1: were on the same team in getting this podcast done quickly because we both have to go to work
0: oh <laughs> um, uh, stop being so loud work Ugh. all right
1: <laughs> I gotta go yeah, No, i got not go all right so i'm gonna just get into the background of what's going on with them and then we're gonna answer we're gonna talk about a couple of questions um so recently um just weeks after announcing their summer season, the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra abruptly canceled its entire summer season. Who wrote uh, this?
0: Abruptly, the Chamber room. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, to be so extra. The, the news is extra on its own, right? I think this was it abruptly song. at ten fifty-two a.m. Right. <laughs> they cut that chunk off.
1: They didn't have to start it with just weeks after announcing it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um. Um that they canceled the entire summer season due to deep fiscal issues. Um, they also stated that they would move to reduce their season from fifty two to forty weeks, which would cut the musicians' pay and vacation time. To forty? Yeah. That's a lot. I That's down. that's three months shorter. Huh? That's yeah. three months shorter. Yeah, from fifty two to forty. Um, oh, y'all struggling, struggling. Yeah, I mean, apparently the orchestra struggled financially for years, losing over $16 million over <gasps> the past decade. Yup.
0: Um, Dang, like? y'all ain't paying rent. Dang, just days earlier. Y'all better sell food stamps like everybody else. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> no.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> days before they announced well, Days before they Quote abruptly Canceled the summer season Wait hold on I've a uh-huh. question
0: Doesn't Baltimore Symphony Have one of them Training programs Oh no They have Yeah no, They have Orchids No Orchids is their El Sistema thing But they're. What do you mean Training a, programs They don't have a Diversity fellowship
1: I have no idea I don't
0: Think so. Pittsburgh does But there's another one Over there that has
1: Pittsburgh them. does
0: Yeah I don't know Maybe they do I'm like, don't do do our people like that because, listen.
1: (laughs) They probably do, honestly. Yeah, Baltimore seems like the type.
0: No, it's Minneapolis.
1: Oh, it's Minneapolis. Really? Okay.
0: Yeah, Minneapolis has one, but it's one of them, like, sorry. It's one of them, like.
1: It's just one person, period, or.
0: Yeah, it's something weird. Yeah, it's like one person, period. Like, okay. I don't even get into it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, another episode, another day. Um, so just days earlier, uh, the Maryland General. Okay, what's going on over there? <laughs> the oh, you heard that? Yes. Oh, it's my chair. <laughs> um, just days earlier, the Maryland uh General Assembly passed a bill that would award the the BSO with an additional three point two million dollars in state funding for the next two fiscal years. Um, but Republican governor Larry Hogan didn't sign the bill and he hasn't agreed to release the funds, um, by the July 1st deadline. So basically they passed this bill without him signing it. And now he's trying not to release the funds that they were promised. Um, and since then 72 democratic lawmakers, uh, have sent a letter to him to release the funds, but. Even with that three point two million dollars that they were promised, the the BSO CEO says that the emergency funding wouldn't even be enough to get them out of what yeah, they're.
0: Just said they were sixty million in the hole. You gave them six. <laughs> no, 3. That sounds like. But you said over two years. Is it over two years? It's only three point two, or is it? Yeah, yeah, over two years. That sounds like that sound like financial aid. <laughs> uh, oh, bet it cost six thousand dollars to go here. We can give you ten
1: all right and um the the bsl and the state are in discussions about um adding a an additional one million dollar loan but i mean still that's not still really that's to,
0: a drop in the pot
1: yeah for real for 16 so um
0: why don't y'all call the people that gave all that money to notre dame
1: and i <laughs> <laughs> So, the Baltimore Sun uh, obtained some financial b- documents showing that the orchestra's fiscal health is in dire straits. So, I was like, okay, y'all didn't have to say Okay, dire.
0: not dire. People are so dramatic. I <laughs> dramatic. mean, but it's true. It is true. It's like, um, <laughs> it's, yeah.
1: It says that even factoring in the additional state funding, the orchestra is projected to barely make payroll in July and August if they keep the
0: 52-week season. Barely
1: make payroll?
0: I ain't learning no notes for free.
1: Even even with the additional funding, they barely gonna pay everybody. Oh my goodness!
0: And who they not paying? Exactly. I bet you the, the musicians the musicians have to get paid. Yeah. This ain't no way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how that stuff works, but there's no show.
1: Hmm. And you know what that that brought me to something that we should have talked about with Chicago is that I think um I can't remember who it was. I want to say it's Garrett because he's always dropping the truth on the girls. Um,
0: Garrett don't <laughs> Garen don't say off these girls' next he, I swear, he do not he don't let <laughs> up. I stand. I'm like, Jesus. I, I stand. because somebody has to. You I mean, know, he
1: won't. He will not let up. Somebody got. Somebody gotta gotta. What you call it when you tag him out? You know, give him a break. I mean, somebody else has got to take his place, just to give him some time to rest. But um, I'm I think a person that said that. People. I mean, true. That said, um, that. It made him uneasy the musicians' willingness to throw uh the other workers under the bus because they were like oh y'all paying such and such people like you know maintenance people people who maintain the hall people that do other things, and it made him uneasy their willingness to throw those people under the bus, which I'm like noted for another conversation. But well, um, you know what it, you know who that. they should pay, you know who they should
0: pay the musicians, Ooh. the musicians. And the maintenance workers Because first of all The people mm-hmm. on top Is the one who mess up The money in the first place mm-hmm. So But y'all don't have a show Without musicians And Y'all ain't gonna ha- Sit nowhere with popcorn On the, on the ground Right and, and and if y'all
1: really want To stop paying those people Y'all can set up your own chairs Then could you imagine Right You roll up to the mat And they're like grab, grab your chair And we're setting up God.
0: Imagine <laughs> that, I remember you the set, the set that on one out. <laughs> we, said we said that about the C is You the C. said that Viola Viola Bi- tear down <laughs> you annoying <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was at ISU Shout out to ISU It was Viola we tear down oh You know you petty for that Cause it ain't but five of us <laughs>
1: Ridiculous When I saw Eastman um, had stage, so f-
0: stage people I said Oh uh-huh, Smack so f- This is where my tuition money going Huh like
1: that was crazy to me. Yeah, but those the people, people are, are 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 they work for the stage though? Like no matter who's on it, it's not just you know it's not That's they're not true. for Eastman. They work for for like the Kodak Hall stage is what you know what they take care of. But
0: um, but now I think about it when we when you when you go to the East Wing, who sets that up? They have they have their own crew over there. See, East Wing got money but Tommy, sally may yeah. call it me girl <laughs> figure it out all right <laughs> um
1: so uh for a decade the orchestra's expenses have been greater than its revenues um same sis oh, <laughs> you're annoying you know <laughs> what the episode's over i think we're past the 50 minute mark anyway yep we're seven nope, minutes, we so. minutes. Nope. we're oh it was 50 not 60 yeah it was 50 so
0: all right well thank you thanks for listening, for listening, to listening podcast, podcast. <laughs> make up the rest.
1: <laughs> no, nah, but um, choose your own adventure
0: guys. How does it end? Let <laughs> us know in the comments. All right. <laughs> well,
1: for a whole decade, um their expenses have been greater than the revenues, um which the CEO says that they owe to a number of factors. He said that increased ticket sales, charitable donations, and government grants or a larger endowment could help bolster their revenues. But he argued um, that expenses, such as nine weeks of paid vacation time for the musicians, also need to be shrunk. Okay, so it's clear that their uh, their ticket sales, I guess, have been uh, going down. And apparently, from these factors that he's listed, maybe they're getting less charitable donations, less government grants, whatever, whatever.
0: Yeah, gr- the girls are tired of egg monsters. I've mean, been, I mean, been trying to tell y'all week after week After week after week <laughs> They tired of Egmont Period They tired of the Rossini Overtures <laughs> They tired <laughs> so of Gaza Ladra I mean true Nicole I saw Rich <laughs> Taylor it's ready for you
1: They got me thinking That you see that a lot of orchestras They now have youth orchestra uh, Programs like El Sistema Inspired Programs they have fellowship programs Um but there's been some talk about how many prominent institutions still fail to include people of color specifically in their marketing efforts because when you think orchestras and people of color the first thing that comes to mind is these fellowships and these outreach concerts and all of that but there are some people that are arguing that their marketing efforts is where they're failing the most um, in terms of reaching out to people of color and including them and, and programming things that are relevant to their communities and um, just getting, you know, they're they're more about inserting themselves into their spaces, into the spaces of people of color, rather than bringing them in and bringing them back.
0: Exactly. Like, I feel like um, gone are the times where, like, I don't know if it's true everywhere or when it's going to happen, but I remember reading somewhere where was like very soon, if not already, like wh- white people are not the majority. You have to look around and like realize that like there's so much potential to use. It's not even about like downplaying or watering down what you're doing. Like no one's telling you to p- to play the Mexican hat song on Cinco de Mayo, sis, but it's like, understanding that there are other people contributing to the classical music world and if you just thought about it for a smooth five minutes you can come up with programming that can draw other people in. Like to me it's just like it just shows that there's no people of color in these spaces Mm -hmm. that are and if there are people of color it's some it's some whole tip type (laughs) per Huh? Let me talk about it. Who Who don't see the purpose of 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 doing Coleridge Taylor because Egmont's a classic, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's either there's no people of color or it's not the white people of color in there. So, but hey, that's just that's just what I'm that's well what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. So.
1: So, I was, I mean, that kind of answers my question a little bit of, like, to what extent do you believe that um, this, that their failure to include people of color has been affecting their ability to stay relevant? Like, you think that that is, that that is one of the factors that is um, contributing to their, to the decrease in ticket sales and the, the inability for some of these institutions to stay
0: afloat? Um... I can't I can't tell because it's like people like classical music, you know, because people people go to classical music concerts because like they want to hear the pieces being played. They go to classical music concerts because like they think it'll be a cute little date night. They go to the classical music concerts because like they used to play trumpet and like they they might could go and see like, you know, people go for a variety of reasons, but like i feel like orchestras have to have to stop relying on that like you can you're literally not tapping into an entire market because you refuse to think Mm -hmm. like ravinia um the summer home for cso um they know exactly what they're doing when they program joe scott because they know all the SG rows and the deltas and, and the Q's gonna be all up on their stuff. Like Jill Scott, when she performed at Ravinia, you couldn't even like step on the on the the lawn because Ravinia is like a massive a massive lawn and then it has like um covered seating. But I forgot how many people the lawn fits. I think it's something I don't wanna lie. I used to work there but I can't remember, I don't wanna lie. But it's, like, some ridiculous number. And she sold out. You know what I'm saying? And it's, like, they know what they're doing. It's, like, yeah, the CSO has their summer home here. We're going to do Snarky Puppy. We're going to do whatever. Tchaikovsky with the cannons. We're going to do Harry Potter. But, like, let's do Anita Baker. Let's do Jill Scott, you know? Because what happens is, even though, like, when I see stuff like that, I'll be, like, you trying to get black people here. You know, that's mm-hmm. where my... But at the same time, you know what happens? The people... What, what I saw working at Ravinia, people go see Jill Scott and then Ravinia has all the other stuff up and they're really like, you know what, this was so nice. Like, this was nice being out here, picnicking, whatever. And then they're like, you know what, what else do y'all got? And then That's they'll true. be like, they'll be like, oh, like, you know, I don't really listen to that kind of stuff, but like, let me see, you know, it, it starts as simple as like, okay, I go to Jill Scott and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go to Seal. Next, and it'd be like, okay, well, y'all don't have just got this year, but I guess I could go check out this other concert, like just stuff like that. And I'm not saying like you do a collaboration with Cardi B. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying like just doing like y'all play contemporary music. Like, why can't y'all play like some like jazz stuff? You could do like pick a different pick a different month besides February to to, to do like a black program. Like, this is this is this is like simple ideas that like i don't even i'm not even like i don't have a background in this kind of stuff and i'm just telling you like just do those things Mm -hmm. like and then you can diversify your audience draw people in and then someone can be like who is tchaikovsky like who who, what is that okay like i want to hear i want to hear some more of that you know i'll never forget when i was student teaching there was a uh a base, a black bass player who was a mess. Not like in technique, but just like he too cool for this. But he's low key still like it. Type junk track star, football, whatever, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So he coming in with his little knucklehead friends or whatever during the break, just being whatever. And the, my the, my co-op had already like had already like, oh these are like bad kids or whatever. I hate that junk, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, I go up to him I'm like what you listening to he's like whatever I was like alright I bet you like you should listen to some of the stuff I listen to like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you something to listen to so he was like alright what you got Miss Brown what you got I'm like I want you to listen to this I want you to listen to Shostakovich 5 number one and I'm gonna listen to what you tell me to listen to he gave me some YouTube rap junk with some girl I can't say that with some girl doing <laughs> okay. what happened go ahead tell the people I really, I, I really wish I could say it But like it's literally This is a At least a PG-13 podcast So But This girl doing a lot They were making cocaine on the stove Like just like a bunch wow. of stuff in, in a rap video It was ridiculous So the next day I come back I'm like so let's see a little rap like, It was okay Like I, I definitely like this This and this But he was like Yeah man Like I listened to Like I listened to that check, Like that Shostakovich Or whatever Like it was cool It was so dark Like <laughs> but it was like it was dope, yeah. Like I would do that again, and it's like can't, people aren't dumb. Like you can introduce them to stuff. You just give them a, a point of entry. You know, you got to yeah. give people a point of departure. That's on you, y'all. Y'all now, y'all rent. due. y'all get final notices? I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> right. I mean, so um, it, there have been some discussions online about this, and
1: some uh, something that stood out to me that an individual said was that communities of color are largely not interested. And classical music but something that you know me and several other people um on the same post uh argued was or, or said was that you know you said w-
0: something what'd you say you said something no 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 no. no. i want to say about, like girl you i'm proud why I, because i would be out of breath before i even get to typing on yeah, facebook I I just People girl, are not I,
1: trying to get their minds changed on Facebook. Are you kidding? Exactly. Uh-huh. They just you there to post argue. on
0: Facebook. Exactly. So I screenshot at you and I'll be like, girl, you see this mess? And now, then right. we talk. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's all I do with that. Like, I'm not going back and forth with the girls.
1: <laughs> but this person said that communities of color are largely not interested in classical music. But I would argue that they're not marketed to. Um, and, you know, this, that, that goes with what you just said about point of entry. But um, you know something that that people were talking about was should orchestras be reaching out to communities of color? Um, why should they and how should they? Because when you really thinking about specifically how, there are right and wrong and wrong ways you know to reach out, and um, we can we can talk a little bit about you know how they currently do it, what's working and what's not working. Um, first thing that comes to mind is um, uh, as a you know quote unquote. You know, wrong way to do it, or something that isn't really working very well is, oh, we're just gonna put hand, we're gonna put this violin in the hands of of these brown kids, and now they have the gift of music. Done. Wipe your hands, dust your hands off. We're done. You know, it's lazy and it's not thought out well. Exactly. You know? I think that's one of the things that you that you tend to see a lot now in terms of like. The relationship between these institutions and people of color is that they try to do things that insert themselves into communities of color and they're not trying to make it cohesive in any sort of way you know they're not trying to authentically engage um engage these people they're trying to take what they do plop it on their laps and be like this is something that is great and you should like it and i don't really and it's not it's not um it's not working (laughs) it's just not working um but i do i mean i think it's important that they that they reach out to communities of color because like you said this is an entire market that you're not you're completely ignoring and the money the people that you were getting money from newsflash they're dying like I don't know what to tell you they're they're dying and their money is moving on elsewhere so
0: you're going to have to expand
1: you must like (laughs) also like you have
0: to you have to look at at context right like the the problems that the let's see the problems that like a orchestra in Maine faces for funding should not be the same problems that the Baltimore Symphony is facing and I feel like that's their issue you're mm. in Baltimore. Baltimore look how out of all the cities in America you struggling you don't you don't use like your entire community is 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 co- uh, people of color so that doesn't make sense' it's, it's, if it was like even though I'm, I'm not saying there shouldn't be but I'm saying like the South Dakota Symphony ain't really ain't really in a rush to program Florence Price. I mean mm-hmm. they ought they ought to, because yeah. the classical music world is changing. But they're not. Like Boise Symphony. They're not looking for that. It's like your whole demographic, you have a whole demographic that you're not appealing to and it doesn't make sense. And you're because surrounded by. You're surrounded by it. Like you're actually the minority, so and you're and you're not using that to. You should have an Elsa stem inspired program, and those kids and there there should be a parent orchestra, and so they can they can learn how to play the instruments too and their um the El Sistema Inspired program works with the the BSO musicians and if they don't want to do that there's you you link up with Peabody Conservatory and they're working together and then you go across you see what Howard got because that's only an hour away what is Howard doing and how can you work with their El Sistema Inspired programs and now these kids are, are excited about classical music and they're going to your concerts and now their parents are buying tickets to go to their concerts and they're they're going to church. Don't forget about that. The importance of that. They're going to church and they're talking about classical music. Mm-hmm. And now you're doing, you're, you're doing uh, parents up with the church. And how can you get that demographic in there? And then um, you're reaching out to the Hispanic, Latinx community. And how can you tap into that? Like you're, it's like simple things. You they're so you have,
1: comfortable where they're
0: at. You have black people, black uh, students majoring in music are they coming to your meetings are you are there internship opportunities for them to come and learn about how well maybe not from y'all how to run an orchestra but you know like (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) i really want a job one day so
1: if you are listening oh i am so sorry
0: lord but it's like
1: that's the same thing i think i said the same thing about baltimore when when we were playing mash that time Right. And I said, why are you in the county you live in the in in shack? And I said, well, maybe you BSO's county.
0: Wait, hold on. BSO was, been on the fire yeah, recently.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they was having trouble See, since way I back when. Something's
0: not going, so not not going right over there. Yeah. Because it's like, you're not, if, if the BSO out of all the orchestras, like, I feel like, you know, I've never been to Baltimore, so I'm not going to talk too much, but I feel like it's the diversity that it's like, you you should be doing as much as you can to appeal to that audience because that's the only audience that you're not getting.
1: Because you just rattled off a whole concert season right there and right there. And if y'all like, program I, even one of those concerts, we're gonna need to, you know, we're
0: gonna need a piece. Run me my money. I if an else 7 inspired program is pop on up and you do any of my ideas, my lawyer will be calling you. You you heard me. Like <laughs> but I'm just saying, like and it's like I'm not even going to even point fingers because what's happening is you have the same you have the same people doing the same jobs and then that person retires or dies and then you have the same person with the same ideas coming up and do the same job you you don't, you need to hire there needs to be a CFOs and CEOs and see all the C's, all the os. With different people who have different mindsets, you can't keep hiring the same people that went to Juilliard and, and San Francisco Conservatory and and just keep do to do the same job. It doesn't make sense because the the way you would run the BSO in 1970s not the way you're gonna run it in 2030. And now you're looking dumb when you came to, you came you rode up to the concert hall and there's a padlock on the door. <laughs> You know, right. like you you have to be creative and like the stuff I just said, I just spewed like off the top of my head. Imagine if we just sat down and been like, Okay, who comes to our concerts? We have middle aged white people that come to our concerts. That's literally fourteen percent of the United States population. So what are we what are we doing wrong? What are we how can we how can we go about getting young white people to come to our concerts? How can how can we get um, more Asians to come to our concerts, and it's like even if you got to do gimmicky stuff, like because I think honestly, like <clears throat> orchestras have settled with that, like let's play a movie mm-hmm. score. No, RPO do that all the time. RPO loves a good a, a good, good movie movie combo. Oh my god! Like and I and I feel like I can't remember who told me, but I feel like. Not from the RPO, but they don't, they don't really like doing that because it's like, you don't enjoy the, the movie anymore. It, for me, you know, I like stuff loud. So it's like, I enjoy it less because we have to turn the volume down so that um so you can hear the orchestra. You know, so it's like, I feel like y'all, that worked for somebody and now y'all have like over over milked that cow. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. There are so many other things that you could do if you just sat down, if you talk to people of color, if you if you be like, how can we get y'all to come down here? Can we come to you? Yeah. And RPO does a good job of that. I mean, they don't go everywhere. You know, I I've yet to see them. That they, they they will go into into some of the into some of the more you know whatever communities when it has to do with rock music.
1: But then how they act then? Because remember that picture. You- you remember what we were talking about? Yeah. Uh, um. When they when they get when they get to side by side with some little kids and get to making faces because of intonation, right? you right. You're you're a member of a okay.
0: You've been so, and a lot of people, and that's another thing. That's another part of it. Y'all been good too long. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Like y'all don't wanna y'all don't wanna go. Like Ain't nobody gonna shoot you, Steve? Our,
1: anybody no, No one's gonna, gonna steal your
0: Trump No one's gonna steal your trombone, Robert okay like (laughs) (laughs) like going to these communities and even if you got to do whatever like i probably you know i'm a little whatever about my stuff my viola because it's my livelihood you know what i'm saying if you want go do petting zoos with these kids and like sometimes you got to show them like this i don't know i feel like it don't gotta
1: be your instrument either
0: exactly like i feel like it's just like it's just lazy like now y'all are dealing with repercussions of not having people of color in the room what are y'all gonna learn it's gonna how many more times is Gucci gonna, keep, gonna exactly
1: y'all doing how many the same more times over over do Gucci gotta be right? a different result
0: how many it times do Gucci gotta be that. racist before y'all uh before y'all learn you know what i'm saying how many more times is gucci gonna put blackface on on a sweater mm. call it art call it fashion you know what i'm saying like Y'all do this like you just said the same stuff Over and over again And now y'all got Y'all crying Because um, Y'all had no orchestra season mean, Um That takes me
1: To something Something else Um That That Actually I can mention in Garrett But you know He's always gathering the girls Something that he said Garrett let us know He'll come
0: on our show one day Right
1: Um Was that he, he was saying that one of the benefits of these institutions reaching out to people of color is that they're becoming, that they, you know, it could make them become more culturally competent. So, you know, of course somebody got deep in his comments um, saying that that would make sense if the goal of a symphonic orchestral institution was to become more cult- culturally comp- competent and that's just not their goal. Well, it was my, under- my understanding that your goal was not to go out of business and lay off your musicians, That seems like the number one uh, unwritten mission statement to me. So (laughs) he's like, well, you know, I will argue that their goal is to, you know, just just, you know, display the music at the highest level. Well, you cannot do that if you're cutting down your season, if you're laying off your musicians, your musicians are striking in the case of the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. Um, Things like this are happening. You cannot keep your organization afloat. You have been in a deficit for over a decade. Your whole your whole um goal of, of displaying classical music at the highest level is no. You cannot do that if you do not have money.
0: If you don't have nowhere to display it, where are you displaying it?
1: And who are you displaying it to? They
0: evicting y'all. Who
1: are you displaying it to? Who wants to roll up to the symphony hall and pay for 14 people? Could you imagine right. your your hall sits for 1,500 and there's 12 people in the audience? <laughs> no one's paying for that and no one in in, in, no one's gonna want to do
0: that so i don't also like for you to say like that's not a goal like there's there are unset goals when you become a doctor you know there's a goal that like you know what maybe i should maybe i should try to figure out like maybe i should try to listen to my patients more because uh i know that black people are like are historic black women are historically like not listened to when they, when they go to the doctor, like when you become a teacher, it's like, I'm aware that I'm not only going to teach white kids like social, like cultural competence. This comes with a lot of the fields. Like the stuff that just goes unsaid. Y'all, you know what? But you know what? The problem is that I feel like the classical music field is so used to being culturally incompetent that like now, you know, we're demanding, We're demanding it And like Now it's like We don't even know We don't know how to navigate
1: I love navigating something Mm -hmm. I don't know Y'all are in trouble In trouble And if if you don't do anything differently Then I don't know what to tell you I mean You had if you look at like the LA Phil, the LA Phil's 100 season was described as like one of the most ambitious and off the wall, like orchestral seasons ever to be programmed. And they, and like, just look at all the programs that they got and, and you know how they're flourishing. They're doing things that, that orchestras have not, have never done before or have not considered doing before in, in, I don't know you know I'm not I don't got a membership at the LA field so I'm not at every concert I don't know what's flopping and what's a, you know what's a hit to everybody but they're trying to do things that are outside of the status quo and it looks like it's paying
0: off for them it does. I mean to be fair they also have a celebrity that conducts them. you know just I to guess be. so I mean, cause I but, would,
1: but if, do the has been with the LA field for years now that's it's true. not like and, it's and, not like and, still and, new yeah, and he's not the only person that conducts them, you know. Like yeah. they have, and and uh, I mean, it is a rich, um, a rich cultural environment, Los Angeles. But that that actually speaks speaks even more, you know, to their favor because it's not like it's a environment where, you know, they're saturated with their target audience. It's a very diverse environment where they have multiple groups of people that they must pull in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what
0: they're doing at the LA field, but their staff is diverse isn't it yeah see (laughs) i don't i can't i have nothing else to say they just hired two interns of color might i say yeah you one of them
1: but yeah i mean just being being in their office they they hire they they try to you know keep a cycle of you know these people have been with us before in our education programs like they hire yola alumni to do things that have to do with yola Because these people have been through the program and they've been, they're come from these communities that they're trying to reach out into. They're asked, they're coming back to alumni. Hey, what's something that you wish you had when you were in Yola? What's something that you need now that you're in college? Was you know they're constantly trying to improve these programs, not like oh it's working well enough. So, and I feel like that's what a lot of a lot of institutions are doing because things have been going well enough for decades now, but now they're not anymore. So now they're scrambling like what are we doing wrong? Maybe we should program. Three Beethoven symphonies instead of four, and replace it with Mahler. That's new. Like no Mahler's, <laughs> no.
0: Y'all want they want the diversity without without the diversity. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, I mean, we'll keep saying the same stuff over and over again until you get people of color in the room and think outside the box. Every every year is gonna be somebody else going on strike. Every yeah. year is gonna be somebody having a shorten a season. Yeah imagine, yeah imagine telling people like And like Do they talk to each other I remember I remember like When that thing happened At Eastman This mm-hmm. This past Um Semester And One of the administrators Called another institution To find out what was good Right It's like Do y'all You follow what I said I tried yeah. to say that It's okay I was like Do y'all talk to each other The Met the Met, like, they they program stuff from the 1700s. And the girls go and see it. Exactly. The, the Metropolitan Ballet, they still doing Sleeping Beauty. Because, still. It's because
1: y'all are all in this together. This is all your industry. It's not like you. Exactly. Y'all are, y'all are not even really competitors with each other. Like, I get, not like, at all. Somebody got to be at the top or whatever. But you're across the country. Some of y'all are across the world from each other.
0: Why, why don't you call the Met and sit down with them and be like, how are you getting? How are you getting people to come to your stuff, exactly. your ancient stuff, ancient, ancient? How? Like call Los Angeles and be like, "What are y'all? What are y'all doing?" I know that y'all have um, what is it called? The American Federation of Orchestras or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, are y'all the not League
1: of American Orchestras? Y'all just, are, like, doing what are y'all?
0: What are y'all doing? So y'all they Y'all, y'all they're talking about Mahler?
1: Y'all right? What happened? Well, they you- presenting y'all trying to rebrand this Mahler symphony meanwhile Florence Price sitting over here in the corner with y'all ain't dusted off her, her symphony in since February, but okay.
0: Right, since February, since last February. Right. Like, y'all don't talk to each other? And then talk to smaller orchestras who, like, who do these stuff? Like, don't look down on them. Like, what are you, like, small orchestras that I doing well, who aren't struggling, what are they doing? Right. Like, I don't, y'all, and RPO does a lot of, like, you know, diverse stuff. they always doing something kind of different.
1: Mm-hmm. Talk to
0: them and see what they doing. Nah, but y'all y'all the the most uh ambitious y'all go like maybe we, we might could uh we might could do Vapor. Girl, what? let me know how that goes. Uh,
1: Mozart had a little baby cousin, so we might could program him. Oh yeah, we could okay.
0: get we could get Mahler's second cousin's neighbor. To come and talk to the, do the pre concert chat. No, but who also had a
1: dog, and we could do tricks with him on the stage while he.
0: (laughs) Right, it's like.
1: Y'all just go all type of left field when y'all really. You know what? We could talk in circles. We could talk till we blew in the face. We might as well just just put this episode in the zip file and email it to him.
0: Nah, they they gonna send a check? (laughs) Probably not.
1: Well, let us know what you think, Um, if you have any responses to the questions um, about, you know, how and why these institutions uh, should uh, include people of color, and um, what do you think they're doing that's working, what do you think, uh, what do you wish you saw uh, more of,
0: Um, yeah, let us know, and we are moving on to black excellence, finally. (laughs) Black Excellence will we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there is room for everybody at the top. Who you got, Delaney? All right, so this week we have another Black Excellence suggestion. Send your suggestions to Class at
1: gmail.com. Um, so this week we're talking about Kevin Day. Um, he is a composer, conductor, and multi-instrumentalist. Who is uh, a
0: multi,
1: right? Um, who is currently the composer in residence for the Mesquite Symphony Orchestra in Mesquite, Texas, for the twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one seasons? Go see what they're doing over in Mesquite.
0: They hiring right. black people. They hiring black uh, conduct, and like that's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> hire, I bet you ain't nothing that church folk love more than seeing a black person up there doing something. hire. Yeah black people to conduct, even if it's like a guest conduct look, Jonathan Rush, why don't you Baltimore and he wants to be body. You know what? They had a little gym sitting right in their own you backyard I don't feel bad for y'all. Right. You know I what? They probably didn't want to embarrass a conductor. That's true. They didn't wanna Yeah, Jonathan got there. It'll be bad. Listen, yeah. at this point y'all wanna be bankrupt. That's that's my Right. Mine.
1: right. <laughs> y'all no, you know what? You know what? They just like the thrill of it.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, no, they probably got 20 mil in the uh, safe underneath the thing. That, mm-hmm. that is like like to be on edge. Right. Because the edges the are all, literally all around you. Anyway. <laughs> um, Mesquite. Oh, that's so like barbecue, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So recently, okay, so get this. Because I was reading this and I had to reread it because I was like, nah, ain't no way. So he recently graduated back in, uh, back in May. He graduated from Texas Christian University with his Bachelor of, of Music in Instrumental Performance. Where he studied euphonium and tuba, jazz, piano, composition, and conducting.
0: So how many years was he there? <laughs>
1: I was like, wait, well, this is all one degree. First of all, talk about that getting your money's talatious.
0: worth. Nah, have talk about your money getting your worth. You know how many credits that is?
1: I mean, yeah, but you paid your you paid your tuition. It's like actually, I'm gonna be qualified in several things. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I was like, oh, is this a, is this a band? Is this a group?
0: This right, because,
1: can't be one, can't be one, um, can't be. He, he'll be pursuing his master of music in music composition at the University of Georgia this fall. Um, he has composed A-G-A. over, <laughs> over one hundred and twenty works for solos, concert band, orchestra, chamber, and choral groups. So um, right. But no, this next sentence this next sentence is, this is how I know that he know he popping. And Let this me is okay to hold on. This is a quote this is a quote for from his bio on his website and you gotta wait till the very end. <laughs> the quote says Kevin has also had works performed by the Dallas Winds, Cobb Wind Symphony, the Alabama All-State Band, and the Wind Ensembles of the University of Portland, the University of Georgia, Wayne State University, San Jose State University, Seattle Pacific University, Texas State University, Texas A&M Commerce Symphonic Band, and the University of Cape Town, South Africa, to name a few.
0: Okay, so that's... T- <laughs> oh, he black black. Not to didn't. name a few. That's what He had to do that.
1: I was like, oh, he know he know he it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I got more, more, but there's a character limit (laughs) exactly. So they rejected my draft. I
1: mean, on his website, I'm gonna link it, of course. I was gonna be in the description. There is just that, that is literally this just a little corner of his bio, like, literally, just the tiniest bit. He also has a list of conferences that he has been featured at. He has a, a a long list of awards that he's won places he's guest conducted more places that he's been um premiered uh that his works have been premiered um at you know they've been premiered across the united states and south africa i mean he is just doing a thing winning literally everything um and he has also a list of um publishers that have published his work i just i just okay i don't you know we I said mean, this go ahead be,
0: I, I, <laughs> I just whoo chile make it make sense how are y'all doing all this stuff it, it, y'all got classes we yeah. signed up i just
1: whoo chile i mean i'm not gonna sit here because you know we said it was gonna be a short episode and my you know my lips tired from all his accomplishments, because then nobody's going to do all of this. So we just exactly like I'm gonna we get like, it. You popping, dang, we get it. Please, his CV. Meanwhile, his CV looking like the Torah. <laughs>
0: okay, uh, it's not. <laughs> it isn't. You imagine. Like when he say, when they ask you to attach your CV to the email, he's like, uh-uh, I can't. Let me FedEx it to you.
1: You're right. You're probably going to FedEx you a whole laptop with a, with empty memory so that you can actually download right. it. So. <laughs> and an external hard, hard drive, just in case.
0: Go ahead do your thing, black boy.
1: Right. I'm gonna link his website where you can look at his you can check out his compositions, his illustrious bio, because I when I tell you that y'all only got a, a tini- the tiniest piece of it, I meant it. Um um you can check out his upcoming events, you can order some of his stuff, contact him, book him, he conducts, he plays, he's still an active player. So book him. you can book him for a number of things. You need a jazz pianist, you need a little brass player, you need a conductor, you need a composer, he can do it all. So Right <laughs> Just to name a few. Just to name a few.
0: So. (laughs) all right, what you got for piece of the week? My piece of the week, even though I dragged him earlier, is um, two songs for voice, viola, and piano by Johannes Brahms. Um, I recently did this with my good friend, Vina uh, Akama Makia. Oh, yeah. She was a guest a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I had to. Um, Massage my edges After um, Rehearsing with her All week But um, That was a lot of fun Or whatever So um, I linked the recording That I listened to To prepare for that Um, Yeah They're beautiful Uh, Awkward for the VL player But you know We made it work Of course you
1: did With your illustrious sound And your Beautiful vibrato Just to name a few
0: that's gonna be that's gonna be my new thing. Just today, a few. <laughs> I went to the, when I went to church today. My pastor was like, "Oh snap, this the world renowned." Right I said, "All right, I don't know Literally, about the world Literally, right because now. you would just you be on the other side of the world being renowned." So, like, it's above me now. That's another thing I gotta put into my vocabulary. Well, actually, but you know that dude. No, 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 no I can't. Yeah. I just remember. I'm like,
1: everybody, you got to search your tweets immediately after you go viral. But those weren't even from that long ago. Some of them were, like,
0: were from like two weeks like, ago. Oh, yeah, he sucks. Never mind. Yeah. But just to name a few. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a black excellence recommendation, intermission ideas, um uh ideas for the bso don't forget to email us at classicallyblackpodcast at gmail.com and we will talk to you next week bye y'all bye